Hello, welcome to the Live to 110 podcast. My name is Wendy Myers, and I'm so thrilled today to have my friend Laura Powers on the show. It's going to be a little bit different take on this show today. We're going to be talking about intuition, harnessing the power of your intuition, and even being psychic and the kind of diet that you should be eating uh, to connect to your intuition and uh, how to tap into your intuition. A lot of really interesting topics today on the show. But before we begin, please keep in mind that this program is not intended to diagnose or treat any disease or health condition, and it's not a substitute for professional medical advice. Please keep in mind this show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult your healthcare practitioner before engaging in anything that we talk today about on the show. I am so thrilled that my little book baby is all done. I have written a book and it's called Limitless Energy, How to Detox Toxic Metals to End Exhaustion and Chronic Fatigue. And this is something that myself uh, has struggled with and that uh, pretty much every single one of my clients has struggled with. And I wanted to write a book illuminating the toxic metals that poison our mitochondria, that prevent nutrients from being taken into our mitochondria so that we can make the energy that our body is capable of. I also want to discuss the topic of bioenergetics in the book, and I actually just at the very last second just uh, you know, uh, created a chapter on bioenergetics because the more I learn about how our bodies actually function, there's obviously a biological and biochemical aspect of our body and toxic metals interfere in that, uh, but there's also an energetic component of our body. And this is why EMFs, electromagnetic fields, impact our bodies so much because they interfere in our body's uh, you know, energetic and electrical functioning. And so I wanted to talk in the book about bioenergetics and what that is and how we can tap in uh, and you know, correct our body's energy flow in the body and how we can use bioenergetics to increase the energy levels in our body in a way that conventional and even functional medicine fails. So check that out on Amazon. It's called Limitless Energy, How to Detox Toxic Metals to End Exhaustion and Chronic Fatigue. Our guest today is Laura Powers. She is a celebrity psychic and has been featured by BuzzFeed, NBC, Motherboard Magazine by Vice, and many other media outlets. She is a clairvoyant, a psychic medium. She's a writer, an actress, a model, a producer, singer, and speaker who helps others receive guidance and communicate with loved ones. Ever since she was a child, Laura has seen and sensed ghosts and spirits, and she has learned how to manage those experiences using this ability to connect with the angelic and other realms. She now uses her experience communicating with angels, spirits, and other energy beings to help her clients better understand and change their lives. She's the author of six books and travels to see clients speak and teach others about their own gifts in the psychic and spiritual realm. You can learn more about Laura over at healingpowers.net. Laura, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Wanting to tell the listeners a little bit about your background and how you got into doing the work that you do. Yeah, so I started out not not wanting to be a psychic. I think that's pretty rare that someone grows up and is like, yeah, I want to be a 
<laughs> a psychic medium. So I have um, a background in performance. I was always very creative. And then as I got older, I kind of got the message that that wasn't a great thing to do practicality wise, which I, I now disagree with. But at the time I went into kind of more traditional work. I got into poli sci. I worked in higher education. So I worked at the president's office at the University of Colorado. I did outreach and education. And uh, I was an appointed official, so I had a very different background, and so I'm very not typical in terms of a psychic in that way. But I uh, actually went down that path and lived my life very much in the way that is how you know you're kind of supposed to live your life. I you know got married, I had a house, I got my master's degree, I had a good job, and and then fast forward several years, and I was in a really bad place in my life. I was physically sick. I was overweight. I was diagnosed as depressed. I later had um, a couple other diagnoses, polycystic ovary syndrome, leaky gut syndrome. I was on sleeping pills, um, you know, 50 pounds overweight, unemployed, like pretty much everything was horrible. (laughs) And at the time I I was really lost. I went to lots of doctors um, trying to get help healing. and, And then there was also just this feeling of like just feeling off track and just feeling lost um, because this was also happening during the recession. So I had a contract position with ended and right when it ended was the recession. And so I wasn't finding another job. So I I went to a psychic uh, because I was lost. And she said to me, well, when you shut out your uh, information, your psychic information, you shut out what you needed to know too. And of course, I never told her that I had gotten anything. I never thought of myself that way. Um, But I had experienced challenging, uh, things that I later identified were psychic that I, I basically said, I don't want to hear that. I don't want to see that. And I shut it down. And then when I did that, I also caused problems in my body. So I was really looking for help healing. And it was through the psychic piece that I understood that these were connected. And then I went on this incredible healing journey and started going to natural healers and nutritionists and um, just figuring out what was going on with my body and how to heal it. Because when I was using just the the traditional um, medicinal doctors, I wasn't having any success. Um, And through that process, I also started getting psychic development training. So for me, my entry into the psychic and spiritual world is very connected with my physical health. And when I was physically sick was when I was psychically shut down. And now that I'm healthier is also when I'm very, uh, you know, psychically and spiritually aware and open. That's very interesting because, you know, maybe a few years ago, I would have thought of like a psychic and be like, "Mm, I don't know, I don't think so. But I've met (laughs) a handful of people and people that I, I know very, very well that have in, in very strong intuitive sense, psychic abilities, are they like turn themselves sensitives? And there are people that are just like they, they know what's happening before it happens. And, yeah. and I've seen many, many examples of that. And there are also people that tend to be ill. Yes. Um, they tend yeah. to have health issues. And so I thought this would make a, a really interesting conversation because I've started trying to tap into more into my intuition. And for me, that's come with doing a, a Ness bioenergetic program. And I feel like it's helped me tap into being a much more intuitive. And, and that's yeah. been an interesting path for me. 
Yeah, I think that's it's so important. And I'm glad to be on your show to talk about this, because a lot of people tend to think of like, oh, the health realm, and that's totally separate. And, you know, kind of this um, psychic world is woo woo. But you know, I've heard so many people, I mean, I've heard Tim Ferriss talk about like, he just had a bad feeling about the food, you know, and then so he didn't want to eat it. Like we all have something. Um, and if we honor it and listen to it, and we might not know what it is, but sometimes it's just a gut feeling. Sometimes, you know, for other people, it comes in in different ways. But when we honor that, everything gets better because if we're blocked, whether that's intuitively or physically affects the other and uh, empaths or people that are psychic or sensitive in particular, extra sensitive because we are basically getting information oftentimes through energy, through the spiritual realm. And if we uh, take something in, it's, it's coming in through physical sources too. So if there's a physical toxin, we're probably absorbing it more than a non-empathic, non-sensitive person. Yeah, and it's interesting you say that because I've tested three people um, that uh, you know think, feel like they're psychics or they're sensitives and they're incredibly toxic. Yeah. Like, incredibly toxic. I, I feel like they do. They just absorb everything and whatever gets into their body, they just, they hold on to it. They feel everything. And I thought that was really, really interesting that that, for me, that correlation, I found really, really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It was fascinating for me to work with you before to get my, you know, hair test results because, um, I, I cannot eat how a lot of other people eat and feel okay. Like if I eat how a standard American eats, I am going to be extremely sick. And I know many people will take many years and then they'll start to have health problems that I'm talking about. Like I feel sick right away and have like major health problems. If I even eat a little bit of something that just isn't great for, for most people. Yes. <laughs> And I know when we had looked at the results of my hair test, I also had like high metal toxins. I had, I think uranium, you know, I have like really high things and I'm very careful with what I put in my body and continue to figure things out more and more. So yeah, if you're struggling with a lot of chronic health problems, you feel like you're toxic and you're eating very well, it, it very well could be that you're very empathic, very energetically sensitive and learning how to have some energy tools can help you physically as well. Yeah, and let's talk a little bit about that, about, you know, how, like your thoughts on intuition. I mean, everyone has the capacity to tap into their intuition and to use that to their, their advantage and to their benefit. Can you talk a little bit about that, about how people can tap into that more successfully? Yeah, I, it's so interesting because I'm learning more and more about how much of this is in our body. And so this is part of why it's very important for us in terms of our intuition to clean up our, our, uh, you know, diet and to be healthy so that we can pay better attention. But basically, you can check in and there's two main places where a lot of psychic information comes in and one of them is this sort of you know the mind where we think of the third eye so that's the clairvoyant center like where we see information from the spiritual realm and then there's the throat chakra um, and the ears you know so psychically hearing and speaking uh, our truth um, and then the other aspect um, is what we think of as the gut and there's very there's medical aspects to this this is what I love so you know there are I, the second highest place of neurons in the body, aside from the brain, is the gut. 
So if you're eating stuff that is unhealthy, um, you're not going to be feeling good in the gut. You're going to literally be affecting neurons and you're not going to be able to pick up on information as well. So as you clean up your diet, you're able to tap into that more. Um, but the big thing I, would, I do is pay attention to how you feel in different environments how you feel when you're around certain people in your body. And that's, that's, you may not think of it as an intuitive information, but it is because it's not analytical. It's paying attention to feelings and emotions and senses. Yeah, because I mean, when you're around other people, like you're around negative people, they actually have an energetic field. They The uh, studies, research studies from HeartMath, and these are scientifically valid, valid studies, have shown that our heart casts off an energetic field 10 feet all around us. Right. And you literally can't, when you're around negative people, you can feel that and you just kind of want to get away from them. And and I, I really am much more tapped into that and wanting to like only hang around other people that kind of lift you up and their energy kind of brings you up rather than brings you down. And I think a lot of people are very good at ignoring that and ignoring, you know, take this job or don't take this job or, or just very like be with this person, this relationship or get married or don't get married. They people are kind of thinking with their brain instead of their intuition. Right. And I think in a, a, a good balanced system, you're using both because critical thought is, is important. Uh, you know, I'm not saying not to use that. But what's happening right now is I feel like we're in a kind of outbalanced system in which the the sort of analytical critical thinking part is, in many cases, the only part that people are using. And, and I think that's only half of the situation, half of the equation. And if you learn to tap into both, you're going to be the best. So in many cases, since people People are sort of overboard on the, you know, over analysis and critical thought. There's even more work that needs to be done on the sort of intuitive sensing aspect. Yes. Yeah. And so let's talk about, um, you know, like, why do you think the impasse and intuitives or psychic people need to be really, really careful with their diets and even toxins? Um, because like I mentioned before, I've had like, um, like I had one friend of mine, um, she's a very, very sensitive person. She's had about 150 vaccines in her life because she mm. traveled all over the world. And she also uh, was just so sensitive. She just she could barely function. Um, right. She would just feel people's negative energy. And um, I just felt really felt for her um, because she was incredibly toxic and has had been working on her health for like 30 years and and still was having a, a pain syndrome. I, I found that uh, people that tend to be like really sensitive intuitively can be more susceptible to pain syndromes um, mm, as well. And uh, can you talk a little bit about toxins and, uh, you know, in being very sensitive and intuitive? Yeah, no, it's it's a really big thing. Again, just stressing that something that other people might be able to eat um, or drink and have no problem with, or breathe in whatever, wherever that toxin is coming from, um, as someone who's empathic or, or psychic sensitive, that even a little bit of that can can actually sometimes be crippling for that person. So I had an experience recently. So I eat very well. In fact, I, I lived with a personal trainer for a, a while. And he's like, you eat better than any trainer anybody. And I know. And I'm like, I know, I guess I have to because if I don't, I start to feel sick. And I was uh, traveling, I was actually um, at South by Southwest in Austin. And generally speaking, I'm very good about 
cleaning spring water or drinking, excuse me, spring water or, you know, really good reverse osmosis, uh, purified water. Um, but occasionally if I was at a restaurant, I might have like a tap water with some, you know, for herbal tea or lemon or something. And I started to feel sick. And I mean like sick, almost like the flu, uh, or food poisoning, except the symptoms were not like the flu, but I mean, it just in terms of how badly I felt it was bad. And I tuned in psychically and I got that it was basically from chlorine and fluoride in the water. So, and I'm talking like one or two glasses over a day. So it's not like there was that much that I was consuming. Uh, but then when I started to look into what's in chlorine and fluoride, it made me understand more why my body was reacting. And so it might have taken other people many, many glasses to feel anything at all. And even a little bit for me was starting to be overwhelmed. And I think what happens with empaths or psychic people is that they, they take in and they've been for years absorbing these toxins and they get kind of like where it's suddenly anything is kind of running that cup over. So, and then you have to try to like clear it out. And I think I'm still going through that process of trying to clear everything that I've absorbed for years and years of my life. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, can we talk a little bit about EMF? Um, Because it seems like electromagnetic fields would definitely have a a big impact on uh, one who is a sensitive. And, you know, like there's some people definitely more sensitive to EMFs than other people. And, you know, EMFs are emitted by, you know, cell phone towers and our phones and our computers and the wireless internet and your neighbor's 30 wireless internets and that we're all bombarded with every day. And uh, can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, I I do believe that that's another area that psychics can be very impacted by. And basically, as a psychic, you know, and anyone really is being impacted by all the waves that are in the air. But empaths um, and psychics sometimes have stronger sort of receptors, I think, for those. And that's how we receive information. I I really do believe that at some point, there's going to be devices or technology that shows how psychics work, because, like, I get images, like, and that's coming from somewhere. I, you know, it's not just, you know, magically, there's got to be some kind of wave or something that I'm picking up on. Um, So I think we just receive those better. So if our receptors are stronger, then yeah, we're going to be more negatively impacted on a health level as well. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting how, you know, I've been studying bioenergetics a lot lately and the study of bioenergetics shows that information travels on energy waves. So, and, and they've shown this in some of the heart math studies that people have done. There's a movie called The Living Matrix that kind of shows this where they'll have one person sitting in a room and another person, like their loved one sitting in another room and that person uh, praying for them and sending them um, healing messages and healing information and that person uh, gets better. Um, and I, I'm not explaining that right. very well. There's a mo- in the, watch the movie The Living Matrix, and they talk about the the actual scientific studies mm, that these right. uh, healing messages could only have been sent to them on energy waves, and and it's kind of how when you pray for someone, they receive that information, or you think well of someone, or you know whatever you're you're right. hoping they get better, they receive that information on energy waves, and it's based yeah. on quantum physics. 
Right. Everything's connected by this invisible energetic field or, or something like that. And we're, I think we're still just learning, again, from a scientific perspective, how that all works. Um, you know, another uh, great aspect of that is uh, messages in the water. So if you've ever looked into that, have, are you familiar, Wendy, with that? Work? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you're listening and you haven't, it's it's uh, this scientist who started to uh, look at images of water crystals and then, you know, people would meditate with certain words or intentions and the water crystals would change. So physical Mm -hmm. matter would change with thought and intention. So I think it's really important for people to understand that. And that, that has a supreme impact on our health and our bodies, because if we're giving unloving thoughts and messages to our bodies, then our, our bodies receiving that. And if you're empathic or sensitive, again, even a little bit of negative thought or feeling can be extremely toxic. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the ways that I try to heal my body is I spent, you know, I had hurt my lower back and I'd spent a couple of years just really, you know, being negative and going to bed every night. Why is this happening to me? I can't work out. I can't maintain the weight that I want. I can't do this. And just these, um, why is this happening to me? And just these really negative messages and being really hard on myself. And then I made a decision to start going to bed and imagining you know, anti-inflammatory compounds and other things going to my slip disc to, to make them better. And there's such a, a better frame of mind <laughs> to be in than hating right. on yourself and being hard on yourself to, I'm going to send myself love in healing messages and I'm going to get better. And I envisioning myself exercising as much as I want or, or what have you. And it, it, they're very, very powerful. They are. And this kind of thing works, um, you know, it is limitless, basically, in terms of physical time and space. And so this is great. I mean, many of my clients are over the phone. um, And you can do this on yourself by sending positive messages and energy to yourself, to other people, to the world. So I know there's a lot of intense stuff happening in the world right now. You can literally kind of send energy and positive messages out there that way. So there's so many practical applications to this. And so let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, what eating poorly says about like your own personal boundaries, because I know a lot of people um, will medicate themselves with food and, um, you know, have issues around food. Can you talk a little bit about the boundary issues when it comes to people's diets? Yeah, this is something that is so fascinating to me because when I had the worst personal boundaries in my life um, and like was in a toxic marriage, for example, I was eating food that was really bad for me. In many cases, I didn't know that it was bad for me. Like it took me a while to figure out, oh, for me, wheat, meaning like gluten, that kind of not not meat with an M, but wheat with a W is very toxic for me. I'm very sugar sensitive. Um, so I was eating things that many people eat all the time and just was getting sicker and sicker. Um, so the reason that this is important is there's the coping aspect that you talked about, but also if you have poor boundaries in one area, you probably have poor boundaries in another. So if you are eating things that are bad for your health, so that means you have a poor boundary in terms of health, you're, you're allowing toxic things into your life, then that almost always translates or relates to the same in other life areas. So it could be finances, it could be romantic relationships, you know, et cetera, your relationship with parents or friends. And so it's a strange thing that you can work on one to infect the other. So if you're having a hard time um, eating well, um, then working on having better re- 
boundaries and, you know, uh, clearing out toxic people in your life might be a good way to approach the food or vice versa. So whichever one you're really struggling with, sometimes approaching it from the other side can be a a good tactic. Oh, yes, honey. That's what I did. I got rid of all the toxic people. I got rid of the toxic husband. Well, first I started (laughs) with the toxic friends, you know, one thing at a time. And I just thought, is this person adding to my life or are they draining me? draining my energy, bringing me down, judging me right. one by one, ax, 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 ax. And there's a lot of, I was, you know, busy chopping away there for a while. And then I, I you know, I was in a marriage <laughs> right. was not ideal. And I'm like, he's, he has to go. He's just not, not in line with where I envision my life. And you create more and more boundaries and you just, you start loving yourself more and you, you're able to transfer that into eating better and I, I was eating better and taking care of myself better and you just get more and more discipline and awareness around it. Right. And I want to bring up um, a study that I read about where they, you know, addicted a rat to cocaine and this rat was like in a cage by himself. And then, yeah, this rat was addicted to cocaine and they, they, he chose it, meaning he didn't have to have the cocaine, but he chose to have it because what else was the rat going to do? <laughs> and then <laughs> he was by himself in the cage. And then they gave the rat, like put him in like a rat paradise and there were other rats and like tunnels they could run through. And then the rats didn't want the cocaine. Mm-hmm. So if you're, if you're reaching for addictive food, toxic food, it's almost always a sign that there's other big problems in your life. Um, so many times people are looking at the addictive pattern as the problem when really you look need to look deeper to see why is it that I'm trying to cope? What is it that I'm not facing? And if you can, you know, do deal with that, then everything else gets better, including your addictions and your health. Yeah, you have to nourish yourself in other ways, you know, start with your relationships, you know, whatever your 911 is, where you know that you need to to begin. And you can start, uh, you know, in your marriage, maybe, you know, a lot of women know, they know if they're with a man, if he's the one or not, you know, you just know. And you also know if this is just not working, you've tried everything and it's just, it's just draining you. And, or the, like I had a, my first husband, all very judgmental of my body, always making comments about what I ate and just, just horrible, horrible situation yeah. to be in. And I, I ended up leaving him and it felt much, much better of course, uh, after that and made better choices, you know, the next time. Um, yeah, go ahead. Oh, just, yeah, very much. I completely relate to that. I mean, um, when I got together with my ex-husband, I was very much healthier and I think, you know, gradually I just got worse and worse and I had not made that connection for myself that there was, there was one. Um, and one of the big aspects of that was um, physical weight. So I want to bring that up for people. If you are feel like you're doing everything right on a health level in terms of diet and nutrition to lose weight and you're not, it's probably because there's something energetically toxic in your environment. So a relationship, a, you know, toxic uh, job. It could be another uh, source of this. So in my case, I was, you know, exercising, I was counting my calories, I was doing everything quote unquote right so that I should have been losing weight, but I had gained 50 pounds and this has not been something that I'd ever struggled with before. And as soon as I left my ex-husband, the weight just started to drop off, you know, pretty much effortlessly. I mean, I did start to change my diet after that, but the weight started to go even before I made any dietary changes. So I don't think it was just the diet. Yeah, and I I do believe that women or anyone can will put on weight 
to protect themselves energetically mm -hmm. from negativity. Exactly. Like with my second husband, I gained a lot of weight with that. And that's never been an issue for me. I was always very, very thin. I was always between 120 and 140 pounds my entire life. And here I was with him. I gained 30 pounds within the first year of being with him. And, um, and it's, it's one of those things where my friend that was a very as a sensitive um, kind of helped me realize that, that I was doing all this stuff like you are to try to lose weight. And, but I was insulating myself from his negative energy and anger and, and judgment um, of me in various ways. And, but when I left him, same thing. I, I was able to lose weight. <laughs> yeah. Funny yeah. how that works. Yeah. yeah. It's literally an energetic barrier. So yes, there's a physical barrier as well, but, but, um, that's the main thing is it's, you know, your, your soul, your spirit is housed in the middle of your body for the most part. And so when uh, you're around something toxic, that's the body's way of protecting you. So, and that's the other bad thing is sometimes you're in a toxic environment, you create this barrier to protect yourself. And then on top of that, women make it worse because then they're feeling badly about their body, sending negative mental messages and emotional messages to their body. And that's creating an even more toxic environment. So it's kind of compounding the situation because we live in a, in a society in which, you know, people's bodies aren't accepted how they are. You know, we, <laughs> we have a lot of ideas and, um, uh, you know, negative ideas about how things should be. And so uh, if you're struggling with this, first of all, just to have forgiveness for yourself, um, love who you are, and then just love your body and ask your body, what is my body trying to tell me right now? What is it that I'm around that is toxic that I need to release? And that's going to be a lot more effective than just getting frustrated. Um, and I understand the frustration part, because when you're trying to figure it out, a lot of times you don't know. Uh, it's, it's But it's like, wow, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty. When I left my husband, and then all that happened, it was like, oh, yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, getting this information out is so important, because most people aren't thinking, oh, relationship toxicity equals weight gain. And it often does. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I know that will bring uh, there are probably a lot of people having some aha moments right now um, because I know there's so many women, so many of my clients coming to me that are doing everything right. You know, they're working out five days a week and they're eating perfect and they just don't understand you know, why they're not losing weight. And it, it's just not that simple. There's so much more involved um, than than just diet and exercise, a lot more to it. So, you know, you talk, you teach classes about, uh, you know, and write books, um, helping people to tap into their intuition, tap into their psychic abilities. Are there any tips that you can give us about how to do that and how to foster that? Yeah. So the first thing I'd share is just to start to pay attention to different impressions that you get. So I want, I'll share a little bit about different psychic abilities. So there's a couple that we've already talked about. One is uh, being empathic, which means you feel energies from outside your body in your body. Uh, another one is kind of just gut instincts. And a lot of people are familiar with that. It's, it's, you know, where you just have this feeling, you don't know why, but you know, don't go there or I should go there or whatever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so those are a couple. Another one is clairvoyance. Um, this one is probably less common, but a lot of people haven't, don't realize that clairvoyance means psychic seeing. It means you're a seer and that can mean you see things in the physical plane, but it can also mean that you see things in your mind's eyes. So if you're doing a meditation, you know, some of those images that you're seeing may be, um, clairvoyant images. Um, you know, they're, 
being given to you by something. So there's what we create with our mind, but then also we're given information by your angels and spirit guides, sometimes through images. Um, there's uh, our thoughts. Um, some people are telepathic and that means they receive information through their thoughts. And, and I would encourage everybody who's listening here to not assume that their thoughts are originating from them. And I know that that sounds very strange, but there's, you know, there's ghosts, there's other people that you might be picking up on their thoughts and intentions. Um, there's things called entities. And so all of these things can create what appear to be thoughts for us or seem like thoughts. So, um, that's one way thing to pay attention to. And, and then, you know, dreams. So there's many different ways that this information can come through. And I think it's important to just start to pay attention, do research. How, how are these gifts coming and being for other people? And then what is unique to you? Do you, right before something bad happens, notice patterns? Do you feel it in your gut? Do you have a headache? Do you, you know, just noticing what's happening in your body and in your head and your mind are going to start to give you insight in terms of how you receive information through patterns. Yeah. And so can you give us some examples, like some things that have occurred in your life um, that uh, were just like really, really interesting or like shocking to you? Oh, yeah, I'll give you one that's an, a very extreme example. So uh, when I was uh, younger, I went to nightclubs a lot. And there was a particular nightclub that I went to a lot. And I would go almost every Tuesday night. And it was like, I would see all my friends and have a great time and dance. And one night in particular, I was on my way down. And I really wanted to go like it, I'd been working and had a long day. And it just sounded really fun. But on my way down, I, I got a really bad sore throat, like all of a sudden. And it was strange because it was like all of a sudden just this real intense sore throat. But I, I really, my head was like, no, I want to go. This will be fun. And I just kind of pushed through it. And I went to the nightclub and at first it was really fun and I was having a great time. But then my friend who was watching my jacket didn't watch my jacket and my jacket got stolen and in my jacket were my car keys and then my car got stolen and my car was my company car. Um, so I got investigated at work and in my car was my checkbook and they, fra they forged fraudulent checks for like a year. <laughs> so it's oh, like, no. this, and so basically, you know, in retrospect, that sore throat was like, Ooh, danger. Listen, listen. Cause the throat and the ear chakras are connected. It was like, listen, this is dangerous. Like that clenched throat feeling, it comes up a lot of times from fear. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was a very clear example of like, Oh, didn't listen. Bad things happen, you know, and I'm not trying to plant fear of like, Oh, you have to listen or horrible things happen. But your, your, your intuition, your body is trying to share with you information that's going to protect you. And, and when you pay attention, things just go better. Now that the challenge is my head, you know, I hadn't learned yet to, to listen to the intuition. So I, there was like no reason for me not to go, right? It sounded fun. I always had a good time, <laughs> you know, when I went out. And so it's if we can honor that and not have to explain why, because the truth is you won't know the outcome of that other choice unless you make it. Does that make sense? Yes. And I'm every time I have not listened to my gut, I have always regretted it. Like I've known yeah. as a woman, I probably have more intuitive sense than maybe, a, you know, your average guy. Um, and so I've, I've tried to, you know, be aware of that and and listen to that. But every time I kind of go against it, I, I always regret it, I've I found. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, it is. And, and it is so hard because, again, we are so trained to be analytical and logical. And when we don't have all the information uh, in terms of what would be the outcome of, you know, option A or option B, we often just then go by the critical aspect. And that's why I think learning about your intuition and just noticing patterns, because that was a big lesson for me, that particular experience I just explained to you, because it, it showed me a really clear example of what happens when I don't listen. And so even though it was quote unquote bad, you know, there were a lot of bad things in terms of the, the, you know, results for me, I don't regret it in the sense that it, it showed me very clearly that it's better to listen. <laughs> and so, so you have written a number of books and you also host a number of podcasts. Yes. <laughs> you have a lot of stuff going on. Uh, can you yeah. tell us about your podcasts? Oh, some of the ones yeah. that you Absolutely. So I started my first podcast, which is called Healing Powers Podcast, um, just to share with people the kinds of stuff that helped me on my health journey. Because I, you know, left my husband, I went to, you know, healers, and all of a sudden, this whole new world opened up for me. And I felt like it was hard for me to find this information in the beginning. And so I wanted other people to have more access to what I had learned and who I had connected with. And so that's why I started it. It was really about sharing and teaching. And through the process of podcasting, I learned how awesome it is. And, you know, gave me a reason to talk to incredible healers and speakers and authors and teachers. And I loved it. And so I, after a few years, uh, started another podcast and then several more. So I now host podcasts on design, on business and empowerment and mobile living, on the entertainment industry for writers, since I'm a writer, um, and for music, because I'm also a singer and a song writer. So yeah, it's if you just Google, you know, Laura Powers podcast, they can come up or you can find them all on my website, laurapowers.net. Um, but yeah, I think uh, this brings up another point too, which is that I think that people that are creative are also very intuitive and vice versa, because a lot of times we're receiving information um, through our psychic abilities. And if you're if you're not feeling creative, like if you feel like you're just not a creative person or you feel creatively blocked, it could be that you're also um, blocked in terms of your intuitive or psychic abilities as well. Yeah, and it's it's really interesting. I'm, I've heard so many stories of people talking about they got a digital download, um, yeah. whether it's a scientific breakthrough. I know a colleague of mine, he just had this, he felt like it was this digital download and, and just came up with this um, unbelievable scientific breakthrough where he lasers stem cells to make them work properly. Oh. And it just kind of came came to him. Or other people, yes. they've like, they have a digital download and they wrote their book in three days that mm -hmm. was just phenomenal. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of things like this happening that are hard to believe, but they're happening. And right. they are happening for a reason. And so it's good. To, I, I'm much more paying attention to these things lately because, like I said, with my own uh, bioenergetic program that I'm doing uh, called Ness, you know, I really feel like I'm I'm just feeling more connected to the, the world and really tuning in more into my own intuitive abilities. And I feel a lot more open and freer and happier you know, because of it. Yeah, the, I I do believe this. I mean, a lot of people aren't aware of this, but Einstein would get these kind of downloads. I mean, one of, one of the most brilliant thinkers, you know, in the in the last century, I think. And 
a lot of people are getting this. And, and from my perspective as a psychic, I look at it a little differently. But this, this idea of a muse is very old, that there are these muses, these beings that, you know, give us inspiration and insight. And from my perspective, that's very much how it is. We are constantly getting information from angels or spirit guides that are sharing information with us. And part of this is um, for their support as well. Like there's these beings, these muses, these spirits on, on the other side that are looking for people that are incarnated to partner with. <laughs> and that's why when you get that kind of download or you get that flash of insight or inspiration, it's important to act on it because what happens is if you don't, they may go find someone else <laughs> who's going to, you know, follow through. And so I've learned that if I get one of these, I have to record it, write it down, you know, somehow get it from here into the physical being because otherwise it might go away. And that's happened many times where it's like, oh yeah, I'll, I'm in the middle of something. I'll just do it later. And then it's gone. Like I can't, because it, in a way it wasn't mine because I didn't accept it. It moved on. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. And so, so tell the listeners, you know, like what you think is the most pressing health issue in the world today. It's a question I like to ask all of my guests. Oh. Wow. Well, I would say the the biggest as a whole is not paying attention to our bodies, um, you know, because we in many cases are eating foods or drinking water or breathing in air, whatever. You know, there's just so many different ways it can come in. Things that are very toxic to us. And, and it's challenging because in many cases, these are the societally accepted norms. And so we're just like, well, that's okay. And when you don't pay attention to your body, when you don't pay attention to what's good for you, that has implications in many other areas. So if it, obviously we want to be healthy, but it may also affect your romantic relationships, um, your money, you know, um, what you can have and accept in the world. Um, and then also it's affecting our ability to think critically. So I know I'm talking a lot about intuition, but we need that critical thinking ability too. And a lot of these things like having too much sugar, you know, having too many chemicals like fluoride, these are literally making us dumber as a people mm-hmm. um, so that we can't outthink the problem problems that we have as well. And, and that includes intuition because all of those things numb and shut down our psychic abilities also. So we can't get these flashes of insight and we can't think out of it either. So I think um, the toxins as a whole, as well as just paying attention to what our bodies are telling us and not trying to just kind of numb it out when things aren't working, you know, oh, what is the pill that I can take that can make me feel better instead of like, why am I in pain? What is this trying to tell me? Yeah, I think here in the United United States, I think we have a huge problem with numbing ourselves with food and medications. It's huge because it's so easy to do. I mean, you can check out, you can watch Netflix all day long, you can and just eat yourself into oblivion and have this little party in your mouth. But at the same time, numb yourself with sugar or the gluteomorphins and gluten and you know, and, and I've, I've done I've this for years myself as well. And then you can, um, you know, take pain medications or uh, do drugs or uh, smoke marijuana or alcohol or, you know, there's a lot yeah. of sub- diet pills. There's a lot of ways in which people numb themselves, um, whether they're aware or sex addiction or different, different addictions people have. Um, it's, it's very easy for people to numb themselves in different ways because they don't they don't, they're trying to like insulate themselves from all this negativity that they can perceive about themselves and the world around them. 
Yeah, I agree. And not only is it easy to do, it's hard not to do it because it's so prevalent and it's so accepted. I, I was actually at an event recently where like it was fascinating to me because everyone was challenging me and my choices, you know, because <laughs> I wasn't eating. I don't eat the norm. And, and it was like, yeah, but now I'm healthy and then I wasn't. And so when I ate that stuff and you might seem like you're fine. And if, like I said, I'm very sensitive. I don't expect everybody to eat the way that I do, but I, I will, I will ask everybody to honor that if something is not feeling good in their body, that there is no right or wrong. It just is. But your body is set up for you specifically. And to try to fight against what it's telling you is, well, it's fruitless and it will only lead to frustration. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, tell the listeners where they can find you and, and learn more about you. Yeah. So I, so my podcast, Healing Powers podcast is on iTunes on my website. Work in, uh, for my psychic stuff and health and wellness is on my website, healingpowers.net. You can also find me on Amazon. I have six books on the sort of metaphysical health, uh, you know, spiritual angelic realm. And, and then I have videos and et cetera as well. So yeah, lots of ways to connect with me. And so can clients work with you? Can somebody uh, connect with you? And, and what ways do you work with people? Yeah, so most of my clients are over the phone. And you can go to the services page of my website, which again is healingpowers.net and get information about working with me. Basically, you can just book right there and then contact me to schedule. And uh, I do sessions anywhere from 15 minutes to an hour. I'm very fast. So I'll, sh I'll share that I've had several people say, wow, you got as much in 15 minutes as other people might get in an hour. And you know, it's so just to look at it from that perspective. Um, I do travel. So I, like in the next month, I'll be in Denver, um, LA, New Orleans, and Houston, as an example. So also check my schedule for if I might be coming to a city near you. Well, Laura, thank you so much for coming on the show. That was really, really interesting. And I really love to do shows like this. Sometimes we'll be, you know, do shows on detoxification and stuff with, you know, lots of scientific research behind it. But we, we do have to tend to our spiritual realm, to our intuitive realm. And I'm talking much more about bioenergetics and our body's energy field and things yeah. that negatively impact that because it dramatically impacts our physical health. And I'm so interested in it that I'm starting a new podcast called Breakthrough Bioenergetics. Very, very interesting, cutting edge topics on that podcast for you guys. So in, is there anything else you want to uh, tell the listeners or anything maybe we haven't covered or that you want to share with them? Yeah, I'm just getting a little message from the angels right now to, to mention them again. And that, you know, angels are not religious beings, they're just energetic beings that are here to help us. And they're here for all of us, but they do honor our free will. So unless we sort of invite them in, open that door, they may give us guidance, but they're not necessarily going to have permission to step in and intervene and start to shift things for us. So I encourage everybody listening to ask ask your angels in and ask them for help just mentally they hear our thoughts and that's all you need to do and i always tell people if you're a skeptic no problem what's the worst that can happen you know there's no there's no danger <laughs> to this process and you just might be surprised at the signs or, or messages that receive them them in the world you might find feathers or start to see really crazy number sequences and if you want to learn more about them specifically my book angels how to understand recognize and receive their guidance is all about how angels communicate with us and how we can connect with them 
Oh, great. Very, very interesting. Yeah, and so <laughs> listeners, if you want to learn more about me, you can go to live to 110.com. You can also learn about my healing and detox program at mineralpower.com. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Live to 110 podcast.